Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinion on the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. All right, Mike. All right. Hey, let me ask you. What's on deck today to talk about? Well, I was going to say, normally, Mike, you are so (laughs) great at bringing our topics, but I had an interesting conversation today, and I thought I'd carry it over here with you. Okay. I was talking to a fellow veteran, and he proposed some concept that our military is designed and purpose is to go to war to kill people. And fundamentally, I had an issue with that. And I want to get your opinion so I can see where I am on the spectrum of that. I agree with the vet, the, the vet that you were talking to. So you agree that we form our military to go to war and, and kill, kill people? people. Yes. yes. So I would assume that if that was our purpose, we wouldn't have things like rules of engagement. We wouldn't we wouldn't have uh, uniforms and guns to show up. We just go in there and just destroy everybody. Right. We have the technology for that, wouldn't we? Yeah. So why don't we just do that? Why do we even bother with all the the rest of this stuff? Why do we bother with Intel? Why do we bother with any of that stuff? Why don't we just go in and drop bombs on everybody? Well, sometimes we do, but uh, (laughs) to keep it in context, I would say that, you know, the ultimate intent of war is to kill people. Well, uh, yeah. And 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 that's the deterrent. I want to separate the intent from the possibilities, because let's just say we we fill our our unit up and we go to the beaches of Normandy. Right. Obviously, we know what happened there. A lot of people died. Okay, let's say let's say we showed up in Normandy with all these soldiers, all this plan. And let's say all the Germans came out and put their hands up. Do we just say, oh, screw that. We're at a war and just plow everybody down and we're done. The politicians can order that, but I would say no. Sure. Right. People would be like, well, they're surrendering. I mean, even that's why we have rules. The Geneva Convention created all these rules. You can't double tap. You can't because they know that's not the intent. War is not to kill people. It is a very practical and possible outcome. Why? Mm. Because you're usually finding yourself up against other men who have something strongly they believe in and they're willing to die for their country. But if either side was to willingly submit, the conflict's over. So the intent is not to kill people. It's never been to kill people. You have to train to do it because it's very likely you'll go to that level. No, I, I, I disagree. The intent is to kill people, <laughs> right? To get them to do whatever it is that you want them to do or not do. So you don't think pointing a gun at somebody can get the same result as putting a bullet in them? It, it is, but our intent when we go to war is to pull the trigger if they don't do what we tell them to do. If, right. And that's what yeah. I appreciate because I like that you brought that word if. Right. Because you brought the word if, that means there's another possibility. True. If they don't do something or if they do comply, then they don't get killed. If exactly. they don't get killed, it defeats the whole purpose of us being there because we're there just to kill. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Would it be safe to say you're looking at this, uh, let's say, from a law enforcement standpoint, levels of force? Well, it's fair enough to compare it because right. I think law enforcement do this every day. You know, right. they don't go out to just, you know, shoot people, whatever. They, they, they take that asked, step. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we use the word voluntary compliance. Right. I mean, that was a term we used. You know, we are trying to get someone to voluntary comply when they have broken the law. Now, war is a little different because and technically there's not a law. It's a disagreement. 
Right. You know, but one side sees their right and the other side sees their right, almost like a street fight. Exactly. Now, if you went into a street fight, yeah, you both go out and you get in that ring. The only reason you're throwing punches is because you know that person is going to throw back. Right. But if somebody were to walk out there with, what was that? What was that movie Friday? What was that dude Debo? What's that Debo, guy's name? yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if he walked out there and looked me in the eye, I'd be like, all right, you win. That's cool. I'm all right. You know, I, I want to live another day. I got some things right, to do, you know? Right. So he didn't have to kick my butt. Now, if he did kick my butt, then I'd say his whole purpose was to kick my butt. Yeah, but along with what the vet said uh, and how why I agree with him, Debo got into the ring with the intent to pummel you. Well, you say that, but if he doesn't pummel me when I give up, then he didn't. Right. And I say, I say, if you want to say politicians or people's perception, sure, that's what they think we do. But I think the realistic uh, answer is you cannot pin that on the military that all they do is go kill just because they even train to do that. Yeah. But once again, like I said, I think when you look at it from the soldier perspective, I agree with you. But overall, when we go to war as politicians, nah, their intent is to kill their intent is not to show our military might and then okay they're, they're compliant now we're going home no no drop some rounds drop some bullets you know shoot some bullets yeah take a couple out I don't think that's their intent. I think that's their tactic. And I think that's the tactic they use to get the compliance. They get the surrender they get the the people to back off to stop fighting. That's their tactic. Because I believe in my heart that even if the nastiest, meanest politician in the world wanted to go to war, he may be hoping for conflict. But in realistic, if we walked into a, a foreign conflict and we said, hey, the American cowboys are here and everybody said, OK, we quit. Not like that'll happen. But if right. we had, it would be done. Nobody would be like, mm-hmm. you know, egging the, the guy on like, hey, no, no, here, shoot, shoot at me. Hurry up, shoot at me so we can kill you. Now, there may be people within the military, there may be politicians who ordered or, or agreed to this war who want that. But I just don't think it was designed to do that. In fact, I'm more likely to believe we even have a military to protect ourselves, not to kill people. And if that happens, yeah, but that's on them. How do you protect yourself? A show of force. Show them you're willing to kill them if they don't Okay. Okay. Let's just say, you know, you're looking at it from a level of force uh, perspective, and I can agree with that. But I I truly believe the intent when we go to war is to kill. Yeah. Because it it reached that level. Well, maybe I have a problem. I have a problem with the word intent then. The expected outcome may be that. Like, because we've been in wars and we go there, we expect that that's what's going to happen. Right. So I believe maybe people go in there with the expectation that we're going to be fired upon or I'm going to have to kill people. Mm. I can agree with that if that's what you're saying, the expect. But I don't think intent. I think when you look at the definition of intent, I don't think we intend to go in there and kill people. Like, I don't think that's what the military's intent was. There you go with the military. (laughs) Well, (laughs) even in civilian worlds, I don't think, you know, maybe it's a perception that people do have. Maybe that would be something good to get anybody watching who's not in the military. Well, even people are, you know, let's get your opinion on that. How do you see the military? Do you think that the vet I was talking to is right because that's your perception? Or do you maybe think that maybe I'm right? The underlying, you know, intent is really not to kill. It's just what it's become. Right. 
a level of force. Right, which was, we probably go to quicker now force. than, yeah. right. We yeah. probably jump to it quicker because of that. Well, I think, see, now, it's just me. I think it was levels of force used that we don't know being in the military. Politicians are handling those levels of force. So now when we're called upon or... You know, our soldiers today uh, are called upon. I think it reached that deadly force level. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that that's when when we go to war. Okay. Now, as a former law enforcement, you know, you reach deadly force. So now you're authorized. You're justified. Whatever. Well, I can understand that perspective from a like diplomacy's first, right? right. Obviously, that's right. what got us into wars because diplomacy right. didn't work. Exactly. You know, and we didn't, you know, we pay if we pay Iran, you know, 50 billion dollars not to make nukes and they still make nukes. We might actually have to go in and show a higher level of force. Right. Which is that what we, what we do. We do drive bys with our boats our flybys with our planes. That's mm. all levels of force. And I guess what you're saying is once we deploy troops, it's over. It's time to kill. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think that's their intent. OK, I still don't believe that because, <laughs> well, and the reason I'm gonna I'm gonna try to back it up with some of my little knowledge I have because my son is really into into geography and things like that. He's he likes history and he's been looking at some wars and plays this game where you conquer territories. Okay. And he watches videos and things like that. And as you watch these videos, like this has happened throughout history, where countries have went into other countries and they completely changed the whole country into their rule. Right. Now, if they were going into these countries to kill, there would be no one to rule. So they really don't kill everybody because anyone who's not resisting them gets to live. You're right. There's a diplomacy, though. Once well, again, it's not, well, it's not it's not a diplomacy with civilians that have nothing to do with the diplomacy. Well, no, I mean, they go in, let's say uh, Rome. Okay. They they go into different countries and say, hey, you're going to be with us now. You're going to be allies of us. You're going to live like this. You're going to pay us taxes, blah, blah, blah. Right. right. Short version, extremely short version. And some other country says, no, we're not doing that. Excuse me. Several other countries. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up what? Going to war. Correct. And now when Rome goes in or when Rome goes into that other country. Right. They encounter yeah. a military, a resistance. Someone who forces them to kill, right? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that, yeah. But if they encounter a city with no soldiers, what do they do? They just take the land. Right, so there's so no they're war. they're killing anybody. Right. Well, there's still a war going on because obviously there's soldiers somewhere in that country trying to take them. Mm-hmm. So really, I, I, that's why I said if, it was our, if the intent was clear to kill, then that's all they would be doing. Why would you, why would you bother just... People surrendering, saying, "Oh, well, all right, you're good." No, shoot them, kill them. But that goes. This goes back to what I was saying before about how if if you have uh, this one country and they just stand there with their ten soldiers saying, "Oh, we're not going to do that. We're not complying with your new rules or whatever." No, Rome, stay away. Woo-hoo-hoo. And then Rome comes there with their ten thousand uh, strong army, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Okay, they their intent." was to come in there and take them out. That's the intent, right? To go to war and take them out. But if they just, those other soldiers, the 10 soldiers say, okay, we're not going to fight, then okay. So if it was their intent, why didn't they do it? There's no need. There's no need. Right. Okay, all right. I, I, I kind of I get the angle you're coming from. I don't really the necessarily thing about agree it is with I get it, yours also. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily agree with it. I think maybe the mentality is 
we expect to kill these people right. because that's why we're there. But I don't think that's the intent because if okay. it was, then when you, you would say kill them anyway. That, that statement you just said, I think uh, we expect. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by we? We as in the soldiers, yeah. The people that go. are going there know <laughs> that they're a last resort and they're probably going to be fired upon. But even if, if they're not fired upon, you really can't just kill people. Yeah, I get that. But I think the, the point that's being missed here is the soldiers, the military is a mechanism that the politicians use to go to war. And like I said, I'm not looking at it from a soldier standpoint. You know, when you talk about, hey, we go to war to kill people. No, not the soldiers. No, the soldiers just follow orders. Right. Right. Okay, so all right. OK, so let's go with the premise like you brought up earlier. Uh, levels of force. Right. So then I okay, and that that I can almost agree with you then that once we get to the military, we're at the highest level. Yeah. So then he's trying that I guess that's where he's coming from. He's trying to say that once we have to step foot and look the enemy in the eye, we are there to kill the enemy. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we, we have to. Right. But right. that's why we're there because they've all the diplomacy, all the bombing of their um, you know, plant uh, weapons depot, all the you know, cutting off their supply chains did not work. So we have to go in and look them in the eye and say, you're going to die today unless you give up. Right. You're you're a police officer, right? And keeping it in the context of levels of force. You try to get me to voluntarily comply. Mm-hmm. You use all of your mechanisms that you have at your disposal. And I say no. And I just get tired of it. And I just start wailing on you. Bam, bam, bam. You know, you get to that war. Now it's time to go to war. You take out your firearm. And you defend yourself. Yeah, see, but that to me destroys the argument of intent because my intent is compliance. My okay. intent is not to, to kill you. Yeah, but when you pull your weapon. Well, that changes the game now. Now, now I'm in, I have to defend myself because okay. now you are trying to kill me. Okay, but what's your intent, though? My intent is to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and if that means you don't, then that's okay because I expected that. Right, but I right. don't think I ever show up to do that. Okay, I'll give you that. You know, maybe it, 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 maybe it's a little more complex or maybe I'm on a different level or different wavelength. I don't mean level like I'm more intelligent. I mean, maybe I'm thinking it from a different angle. But I just I just if if, if, if I were to take war or if I were to take the military and, and make it Mike. OK, Mike, you are the military now. OK. And I have to send you over there because you're a trained assassin. You're the only one. I'm going to send you over there. If I say, Mike, you need to go over there and kill everybody over there. That means my intent passed through to you is to go over there and kill everybody. Right. So now if if you're saying that that's the intent of sending soldiers over there is to kill, then that's the mission. It wouldn't be to occupy. It wouldn't be to, 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 we wouldn't even have prisoner war camps, any of that. So I don't believe the true intent is for you to go over there and kill everybody. The intent is Mike has the ability and you know, the capabilities to go do that. That's why I'm sending him in. And once they realize Mike means business, I'm going to get the compliance I want. What do you think the intent of building a bomb? Intimidation. Okay. I mean, think about it. when was the last time we dropped one like that? No, excellent point though. It's uh, if you show more arms, you're in, it's it's a intimidation tactic. You're right. Right. And you, okay. if you show more people, if you bring over an army full of soldiers, well equipped, trained, ready to kill, you intimidate them, and they, okay, yeah. I give up compliance. Done. So my intent could be to drop this bomb on you, right? And now you see the plane flying overhead, or you I tell you about it, you see it, and 
you're like, okay, my intent is to drop it if you don't comply. So, but now, I want you to go back on that though, so what? because I don't think your intent is to drop it. Because if really? your intent, if your intent was to drop it, then you just drop it. You don't even tell them. Why now, wouldn't you just drop it? Well, wouldn't that be another show of force though? Level of force. Right, but that's my point is your intent is not the level of force. Mm. You're you're willing to take it to the next level if you don't get what your original intent was. My intent is compliance. Right. And if you don't comply, I will use this level. And this level means I'm going to drop a bomb on you, which is going to kill everybody. But yeah. if you, just like you said, if you get that plane in the air and it starts flying over and this phone rings, dude, okay, we're done. We're at, that's it. Then you've reached your compliance, not your intention to drop a bomb. Yeah, I'll just that's why I say when you say uh, levels of force, I can agree with that. And I think and I think I think I guess that the confusion is and now now I'm sitting here processing them. The confusion might be is in that moment, the decision to drop the bomb is your intent to kill everyone. Oh, yeah. So in that and, moment, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe, yeah. maybe we're separating the, the levels of force versus this level of force. Right. And maybe that's what he's getting at. And, and then maybe I can agree with that, but I still think we have discretion. I still think we, would, we wouldn't have EPW prisoner war camps if our intention was to go over there and kill everyone. Yeah, but that's a, that's a tactic as well, though. The camps and, you know, EPW, all that other stuff that we well, were trained well, on. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. In your training, I don't know uh, what your training you got. I mean, you went to the same place, I assume. You were right. in my training. But do you not recall the strategy of wounding over killing? Yeah. Absolutely. So if our intent was to kill, why would they teach us to wound? And the reason they taught us was exactly what, what, what they, they said is if you wound somebody, it requires someone else to help them. So now you've taken two people out of battle. Right. So if that was taught to us, why would I go there to kill people? Well, I don't know when you joined, but mine was also, I, I did get that, but mine was also the dying for your country versus having someone else die for theirs. Remember? And I agree with that, but yeah. that that's a dilemma. I don't think that's an intent. That's a dilemma. Uh, Okay. My intent is to have some other man die for his country, not me die for mine. Right. But but you'd have to have the circumstances to, to put that into play. You'd have to have the circumstances where this guy's got a weapon. He's pointed at you. You know, he's going to kill you. Then you have to say, OK, now the dilemma is who's going to die for their country first. Right. But with that comes what? If to be in that that predicament, you have to be at war. Right. And you also have to have the see the I don't know. I just maybe it's the word intent. I just make, yeah. I feel like intent is, is distorting the whole perception of all. Yeah. This. But when you say like uh, rules of engagement and things of that nature, uh, does that really apply when you're at war? Well, that's why they're created, aren't they? Isn't that why the whole Geneva, the whole uh, double tapping, you can't double. Isn't that why that was all created? Yeah, but. Okay, I'll leave to it. Do, like to, 
to humanely, you know, not to, to act as a force to go and kill people for no reason. Yeah, don't shoot a person with the 50 cal. Right, you shoot yeah. the equipment, right? Not the right. person. You got, hey, you know that little LB he's wearing? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot that with a 50 cal. Like, exactly. On, really? Yeah. <laughs> and the reason it's created is because they can't have you going in with the intent to just kill and maim people. It's just inhumane. Right, right. So I think even they recognize that if your intent is to go in and kill people, then your priorities are a little wrong. So I, 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 I don't know. Okay. I don't know if there's a, is an answer. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe somebody out there might, might maybe put it more in clear in some statement. But to me, I think maybe it's two different levels of intent we're talking about. Yeah. Like maybe if you change the word intent to expectation. Your or expectation. if you look at it from one perspective, being a politician and what he, she is uh, declaring war and what their intent is behind that with their military. And then or now we look at it from a soldier perspective. You know, we don't intend to go over there and kill. We just follow orders unless the orders say to do so. Right. And yeah, I like, think that's that's the two different levels, maybe, or even more levels. Let's take it another another mission. Like, let's just say we intend to take out Osama bin Laden. Right. Like, I don't know if that was the true definition of, of the mission was to take him out or just to take him out of command. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think that would be clearly distinguished by the person who ordered it. Like, take right. him out or take him out of command. So if that was your intent, you're specifically intending to go and kill someone. Right. That was there. But that doesn't say kill everybody in route. I mean, that could be part of the mission, too. So in that aspect, yes, I understand you are intending to kill. But, mm. yeah, you know, maybe that's what makes it confusing, because the intent has to come from the order. Yep. Maybe you're exactly right. As soldiers, we don't intend to kill everybody, anybody. Right. But I think maybe what, like what you're saying is the politicians taking us to war, giving the order to use that level of force, their intention may be to right. kill. Yep. So we could both be right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. I think I, uh, both sides are right on that. This is this is why it's important what's to have funny conversations. Is in the, exactly. In the beginning, I sided with the other guy. Now... I signed right. with both of you. <laughs> well, even me in the beginning, I kind yeah. of disagreed with you know his his approach, but yeah. now I can see there is a way that he could be correct. Right. So yeah, right. that's a good conversation. Yeah, I wish he was here. Often, right? He could have. He could. Now he probably would have saw it the same way. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to tell him to watch the episode. There you go. <laughs> click like, share, subscribe, hit the bell, and leave a comment. We gotta tell him. There you go. Too. Yeah, do I think that. I might tell him that at the end anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So, all right, why don't we pull the pin on this? Because I think all we right. had a good, good productive conversation before we take it yeah. backwards and then start talking about things we don't want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, CIF. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or, or work for the United Nations with a weapon and a blue helmet. Yeah. That was a very interesting experience I had, the privilege. Yeah. Yeah, like, shoot me. Oh, you, you know, work for the United Nations oh, also? I yes, I did. I did. We were actually the first military, um, how did they describe it? We were the first combat unit to be assigned to the United Nations. Normally, wow. they bring you in as supplemental teams and things like that. Mm. But our whole unit apparently was assigned in that. I don't know. Maybe that was just smoke. They were blowing up my butt. I don't know. Oh, okay. But either way, we did. We all had got issued helmets. We had white Humvees with black letters on them. And Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, flew around in, in white helicopters with the UN, you know, the whole target thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's what they normally are, the yeah, target. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, we're here to help. Oh, 
ah, no. Can somebody help me? Like, oh, get the medic. Get the medic with the cross on him. Yeah, he'll help. Oh, oh, now what do we do? Diplomacy. Oh, wait, wait, that bomb should be arriving any minute now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I mean, let's, let's go ahead and move over to our uh, our only segment. That's why it's our favorite, uh, where we pull the pin on something we just dislike or have a bitter taste about in the world around us. And as I expect, Mike's going to not have anything. I, I, I really don't have anything. All right, all right. You want me to go first? Is that what yeah, you, you do? Go first. I can't tell if you're stalling or you, or you really want. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go into something I, I observed the other day. I, it's no secret. I'm single, um, probably because my attitude, maybe my looks. I don't know. I'm still, I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of handsome. I don't know. But anyways, being single in today's world is very difficult. Being single in this pandemic is very difficult. Um, if you haven't tried online dating yet, it is probably the most unrewarding thing in the world and very difficult. Maybe it's me. I don't know. But I noticed going through the grocery store, um, I have seen some beautiful women that I'm afraid to approach because, uh, you know, feminism, sexual harassment, all that stuff is real now. You can't even talk to a woman. So my game stinks. Um, so I don't approach them. But one of the things that I've, I've, I've always been trained to do in, in law enforcement is look at hands. So you know where I'm going with this. I am really kind of getting tired. I don't know if it's a new fad, but I'm tired of married women not wearing their ring. Now, if that was my wife, not for the single guy's sake, but for my sake, I'd expect you to be wearing your ring, you know, because that's supposed to signify something. And if you, if you don't have any faith in that, then whatever, that's your, your business. But it also does help keep the vultures off of you, you know, and I have to believe if I married a woman, she's got to be pretty, or at least in my you know eyes, that there's going to be guys liking her. So I guess in all of that mumble I just talked, you know, women, if you're married, wear a ring. It helps single guys. It gives your husband a little more confidence. And it can't possibly be any better way to show off how exciting and important you are by showing that diamond rock on your finger to all of the other women in there. So wear it. Please wear it. And if you aren't married um you probably need to start approaching me because i'm not doing it uh just not doing it mm. I'll, I'll pay you if i have to just kidding anyways <laughs> that's my pull the pin married women who don't wear their rings okay complicates everything all right that's that's yeah complicates everything i, I agree what do you got no because <laughs> if you go up to them and say hi they say i'm married that's so complicated it's awkward. It's very <laughs> awkward. And then you're like, is she lying to me because she thinks uh, I'm ugly or uh, annoying or something? Mm, you know, it's yeah. like those, you ever see those videos with the, the gold diggers? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love those things. You know, yeah. the guy approaching and he's like, hey, how are you? Oh, yeah, I got boyfriend. And then you know, he has Lamborghini. Fake, right? Yeah, I know they are. Yeah. But, it's, <laughs> but it's not that that doesn't really happen. It just doesn't happen as dramatically as that. Yeah, yeah, that's a little probably. Dramatic. I just right. want to see one that's real. Well, I'm sure you have never experienced that. No. No? Then maybe you're ugly. Yeah. I, <laughs> or I, you I don't, don't have a Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't even rent one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What is your pull the pin? I really don't have anything, Jim. But uh, I'll, I'll talk about this. And for people out there who know me, they know this is something that near and dear to my heart, right? Reading. 
you know, I grew up, and I'm sure you did too, in an era where, what is it, reading is fundamental, right? Oh, riff, yes. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. So, you know, the, the school, my, my kids' school, they had this little book fair thing, and, you know, people had to donate money, not had to, but you asked people to donate money for their e-wallet so they could right. go and they could buy books. So my kids came up with like, yeah, my kids came up with a whole lot of money, right? For books, a whole lot of money each. I'm not going to say how much, but well over a hundred dollars. My daughter went first and the person that was assisting her, a total of four books. She's in kindergarten, four books. Two, one of them was definitely outside of her uh, reading comprehension level, right? And another one was just outside, but uh, she'll get there probably, you know, within a year or so. The other two were okay. But still, four books, two journals, diaries, and a whole bunch of other what I would describe as crap. Accessories, right? Yeah. Erase the cool erasers and things, yeah. And then if you look at the price, the books are like four, five, maybe even seven bucks. But all the accessories, $12, $16, I understand the school gets a cut, 25%. I don't care if it's 50%. But still, give the kids more to read rather than giving them all of that crap that has nothing to do with books. And that, that right there, I just, that's something personal, near and dear to my heart. And, you know, it's a book fair, give them books. And that's why, to me, a lot of parents, like I said, if they do it again next year, we're not participating. Mm-hmm. And now what? The school misses out. Now I'm going to have to end up ordering books online or I go to my normal spot, Barnes & Noble. That's my hiding spot, by the way, mm-hmm. back in the day. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um you know, now I have to go to those locations and now the school loses out. I can't stand it, man. It's something yeah. that hit me today and I have to pull the pin on that. Ah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's some, there's some, uh, like I've had to do this too. You know I mean? I've been to these school things. And one of the things I will tell you is one of my experiences is, is they usually are understaffed Yeah. and they have other students walking around with the younger kids. Ah. So that would tell you, I mean, but I agree with you. It's almost like the candy bars up at the cash registers. Yeah. You know, they're impulse items that they yep. know kids are going to be like, oh, look at this cool racer. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why they're overpriced, you know. So yeah. it's a tactic. I get it. So that yeah. that kind of is unfair. And I definitely pulled a pin on that part. Right. Uh, be a little careful about the selections. But I also went with my kids. Yeah. Now, so, the only time that was available Neither my wife nor I was able to go. And we hated that. Right. We hated that because we always say their education comes first. So, you know what? I'll jump in that and pull the pin because I'll blame myself for part of that. I should have made time. And let me give you another tactic. Give your kid 20 bucks and say, go at it. Yeah. And that way they get all the impulse buying out of the way. Well, (laughs) well, you you can say that, but if they come home without a book, then there's no book. Yeah. <laughs> so you could put the rules on that too if you want. Like at yeah. least it's got to have at least one book. Right, right. You know, like I'm never opposed to buying books, even if they don't read them, if they bring them home and they end up in a closet or box right. or all my other military memorabilia. <laughs> but either way, uh, we, we will agree. We'll pull the pin on both of them tonight. Yep. And uh, we are going to pull the pin on this episode. So cool. we thank you all. 
for tuning in, joining us, putting up with us, dealing with us. Make sure you do all those cool things we say at the end of the video. And until next time, Godspeed. And pull the pin. Boom. Boom.